this week, I want to talk just for a few minutes about a quote that I talk about or I mention quite often that I came across probably six or seven years ago. And when I first heard it, I'm like, did Einstein really say that? Why would he say that? But the more I thought about it, it just kind of unraveled or I ended up unpacking this web of ideas that has been extremely important to the worldview that I've been forming. And I think it's really valuable and important. So I want to share it here and unpack it a little bit more just in a few minutes. And the quote from Einstein, I think I've got this mostly word for word, is that the most important decision any of us can ever make is whether to believe the universe is a hostile or a friendly place. And if you just pause for a minute and think about probably three different elements of this statement that got me so curious, you know, first of all, I'll start kind of from the back and move to the front. The universe being either hostile or friendly. Clearly, there's a lot in this universe that from the perspective of humans is very hostile, right? You can't live in space. You can't live in the desert. You need water. We need oxygen. Like there's this kind of very careful balance that's required temperature wise. Like it's a bit fragile, right? The ecosystem that supports life and allows us to thrive is something that could really be seen as hostile. And you've got the eons of time that humans have lived through where we've had to survive through cataclysms. We've had to survive natural enemies and predators, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And you know, biological challenges or biological enemies like viruses and bacteria. And it's easy to see that there's a lot of hostile in the universe for us. And yet somehow it's also a place where we can thrive. And there's so much working for us. And it really strikes me as impossible to prove one side or the other if you decided to believe that the universe is a friendly place for us. How can you prove to someone who thinks it's mostly hostile that it's true? Like You can't, and vice versa, same thing. So it's not really an objective thing, it's a subjective thing. And why does it matter? Why would he say that it's the most important decision? So I'm actually going to go to the beginning and then to the middle. So hostile or friendly, maybe you could even think of sort of chaos and order as parallels to these two opposite opposing truths that seem to coexist at the same time. And then it being the most important decision that we can make. I want to talk about decision in a minute, but first, why is it so important? Well, I think it's so important because, and maybe why he said this, is because it informs our worldview. And like I said in the first episode, I think it's so critical that we recognize that we are affected dramatically by the way we see the world. And if we see the world as really hostile, if we see everything as working against us or you know, all these forces that we have to fight against, it's logical to live our lives from a perspective or with the priority to create as much security, safety, protect our families, create as much comfort and live the most suffering free lives we can and really just make it about protecting against that outside hostility that's all around us, if that's what we see. Versus if we see the world as friendly, we say, well, perhaps we could see everything as working for us. And like every single thing that ever happens in our experience as a learning opportunity and something that's for us, that the universe is kind of giving us this potential to learn in everything. And that maybe each and every one of us is just an expression of the universe learning about itself. And this is a really deeply kind of meta concept and maybe even one that goes into the realm of spirituality. And it's fascinating to me, and I won't go so deep into this right now, but perhaps for any of you out there who have ever had experiences with let's say mushrooms. I've never tried LSD, but most of the people I've talked to who have had some kind of experience with plant-based psychedelics 
have come to some similar hypothesis or maybe even conclusion that, yeah, we seem to really be part of the universe exploring itself and trying to learn. And I think this makes a lot of sense based on my experiences, but it's a choice, I think. And so let's go to the choice part. Well, before I do, let me just wrap that up by saying it matters so much because the worldview that we have, whether we choose it or not, whether we know we're choosing it or not, will determine so many of our decisions, so many of our choices, so many of our actions, so many of our mindsets and the way that we interact with other people and the way that we expend our energy. It's going to affect and inform so much of how we show up in this experience and in our lifetimes, right? And that will really determine what kind of legacy or ripple effect we create in the world and what our lives mean for future generations. So if humans might be this species that has the potential to learn, not just as individuals, but collectively. And with AI now, we have this whole other powerful, powerful tool to potentially exponentially magnify or amplify our ability to think and to create, or maybe to not be here anymore. And I think we're living in a period of time where if we just have a certain percentage of people who are working in the right direction and see with clarity and see with the right level of perspective and the right kind of elevation, and also believe it's possible to create a future that we desire, that that's going to make all the difference, that that might just be what we're all about, is being able to choose consciously to explore not only our individual human experiences, but what does it mean to be human in the first place? And generally speaking, what is the species all about? And yes, I'm going really deep in meta here, but I'll just wrap it up by saying, like, I think that everything about the way our lives affect future generations is going to be informed by the worldview that we have and that now transition into the decision part, I think it is a decision. And what I think Einstein may have meant is that we can choose how to see the world. And this is a pretty new idea for a lot of people. It was very new for me 10 plus years ago, the concept that the way I see the world is not just the way the world is, it's just the way I see the world. And I had not actually consciously chosen it. It had been chosen incidentally by the way that I'd been programmed to see the world through ideas that had been given to me through my parents, through culture, through religion, lots of different kind of assumed, let's say, presuppositions that have been baked into my head, why the world is and the way the world is and how to see it. And I didn't realize that these were choices. I could actually choose what to believe. And I won't go too deep into that today. I've made some videos on this before. Tony Robbins talks really well about this in Awaken the Giant Within. I love the way he talks about beliefs and how we can actually intentionally reprogram beliefs that don't serve us. And this was just a fascinating process for me to go through to realize like this is true. We can choose what to believe. And I see this as true now about us as humans is that we believe whatever we hear over and over and over again that we don't reject as untrue. If you hear something and you're kind of accepting it over and over and over again, you're repeating it to yourself or somebody's repeating it to you. That's just what's going to form as the way you think things are. And then your brain is only going to look for evidence that supports the belief you already have. So if we have, without knowing it, started to believe that the world is a really hostile place, we will actually only be seeing evidence that supports that. We're only going to be pulling in references and filing them away as supporting that belief that we've already formed without even knowing it. And we look at the data points that are coming in, where do they come from? Typically, what's informing us about the state of the world, the direction of the world, the momentum that's happening around us on this planet and with humans, it's coming from the news, it's coming from articles that are pumped to us by larger media that's the traditional way that it's been. But now 
it's really up to us. We get to choose which people we follow, which podcasts, which YouTube channels, you know, what we watch on Netflix. We get to choose what we're putting into our brains, unless we're not choosing, unless we're just letting the news kind of choose for us. I use the news as, you know, kind of a, just a placeholder or a, yeah, for any information coming at us that tells us what is and what's happening where we're maybe not making a conscious decision. So I think really what effectively, at least what I took away from this quote is that it is a choice how to see the world. And that choice really is basically made by where I tune my attention. If I tune my attention consciously or unconsciously in the direction of the information that tells me that everything is headed down the toilet, well, that's the view that I'm going to have. That's the belief I'm going to have. And then I'm really just going to feel like not very motivated to contribute to a better solution because what's the point? I should just protect myself and my family, people I care about, from that hostility in the world. So I think he may have been really right about this statement or at least my subjective perspective on his statement. I think I could agree that maybe it is the most important decision we could ever make whether to see the universe as a hostile or a friendly place. And it's one that I've been working on making for quite a while now through intentionally looking in the direction of finding evidence that maybe there's some amazing things happening on this planet. Maybe there's a ton of amazing people on this planet that I could surround myself with and we could all row in the same direction and create a future that we desire together. The only chance we have is to believe that, in my opinion. And if you're with me, then that's what the show is all about, is choosing that potential path and choosing Again, not to ignore how challenged we are right now with such major situations that are really looking scary, right? Acknowledged, and we need to keep looking at it. And the only way that we'll make the right decisions in the right direction is to really deeply understand what isn't working right. But maybe everything is actually happening for us so that we would have the opportunity to learn and to evolve intentionally toward what we actually have examined for the future and desire. And that leads me into next week's topic where I'm going to start talking about a book that I read last year called Long Path by Ari Wallach, where I think he's given us some incredible content around some incredible ideas and language around how to see ourselves as better ancestors for future generations. So hope you join me for that. And thank you guys for being here, for listening. If this is interesting for you, anybody that you know that might benefit from these ideas, I would really appreciate sharing. Thank you and see you next week. Thank you.